Hi. Um, is this thing on? <laughs> hey y'all, what's up? Welcome back to Tuesdays with Tea. Um, before I start, um, I just want to say I'm sorry that I didn't, um, publish an episode last week. Um, if you've, if you have a social media account where you actually are, um, paying attention to the, to the world around us, um, there's been a lot going on, especially, um, as a, as a, um, as a, as a, as a black woman, young woman in, in today's society, um, a lot has been going on affecting my community, and, and yeah, um, just like I personally had to take a break and step back both and gather gather my my thoughts and my information before I come talk to y'all about this issue um and um and like I said um in my first ep- my first episode um I made this podcast to talk about the things that the world doesn't want to talk about about things us as teens don't want to talk about. Um, so yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Um, and just to start things off, like I said, um, if you haven't been paying attention, ask yourself why. Why have you been ignoring the things around us? It's all over social media. It's all on the news. Why why are you so eager not to speak out? Why are you pushing not to hear it? Because if you're not... If you're not trying to understand and trying to help fix the problem, then you're part of the problem. And um, if you're not speaking out, you're also part of the problem. We as a community need to come together no matter it doesn't even matter if you're the same race as in that as another group that is oppressed. You need to be sticking up for these for these people. And um a lot of people will say, Well, it has to do with religion. I don't like the protests, I don't go to protests, I don't wanna get involved because of my religion. Well, as a Christian Yes, as a Christian, um if you turn to, um, what was it? Isaiah one seventeen. Learn to do good, seek justice, correct the oppression, bring justice to the fatherless, and plead the widow's cause. If you can't, Christianity and racism don't go hand to hand. You're either... You can't be racist and still be a Christian. You can't want to go after God but hate his creation. You know, that just doesn't make sense to me. Personally. And just, I I don't know. Like, I'll probably talk more about this later 
and I'll probably bring bring this topic more, but like how I started to think about things, I found questions, um, and I and I and I sought opportunities to help people. I I I couldn't go to protests personally, um, just because um, I wasn't allowed to, but I did petition. I did call. I did email. I said something, and that's what makes a difference. Um, the officer, the officers that were, that were involved in, in the murder, um, of George, George Floyd, they were charged because the world was in outrage. They said something, they stood up. And as a nation, we are, we are allowed, when we see injustice in our, in our system, we are allowed to fight, fight the oppression. This is, this is a problem. This country was built off of racism. Off of, I'm I'm not saying that this country, um, is horrible. This country, for it has brought a lot of opportunities for, for a lot of people. But we can't just turn a blind eye because of that. They, if you if you don't see the problem, you're part of the problem. Um, but let me just, what I'm trying to get to is how, how do we, how do we go about, how do we move forward? How do we talk about this in a way that we, that we don't start arguments? Even, even like if we don't want to start arguments, how do we talk about this with friends and family? Um, and how do we recognize the, the bad qualities in ourselves? So I just asked, I found these questions in a, um, Black Lives Matter resources. I'll, I'll find resources and I'll, and I'll share links and put them in the description box, but, um, I'm going to be answering these questions right now. So, buckle up. Um, questions to ask yourself in the, in the midst of global outrage. Okay. Who taught you about race and culture? Well, for me, um, mostly myself, but I did have talks with my parents and relatives and... Um, just people in my community, um, about race, um, and that's, like, a really big talk, that's a really hard topic to come across with family, because, like, your family may want to protect you from some things, but you can't be protected forever, and especially in some, in some people of color's communities, you can't can't stay blind forever okay next question what can you do to support the um people of color's community people of color in your community um the things I would do I would want people to do for me um personally I would want you to talk to me sorry guys I'm sick I do not sound really good but yeah, I would want someone to talk to me, to educate themselves, to ask me what 
can I do to help the to fix this problem to bring change? How can I educate myself to be become a well knowledge person? Well, I don't even know how to put it. Just a well well rounded person when it comes to these things. Ask questions, talk with people that are in the in those communities that face those problems. Just because you didn't don't face that problem doesn't mean that it's not happening. Um, next question. What are you doing outside of social media to end racial discrimination and systematic oppression? That is something to ask yourself. Um Something I did, I know, I emailed the um, Minnesota, Minneapolis police and justice system to seek justice for George George Floyd. I sent links for petitions. I talked to my my friends about it. Even though I I helped people that were going to protest set pack bags of medical supplies in case. Those peaceful protests escalated into riots. And just finding ways, if you can't physically be there, find ways to emotionally and emotionally be there for people. Be someone to someone else that are, are going out and are protesting outside outside of social media be um a lifeline be a sol- shoulder to cry on someone to lean on that's that's how we bring change we need we need everyone or at least a lot of people to bring change um um ha- next question this is a loaded question um, how do you behave when confronted by racist behavior? Um, personally, when faced with these things, I try to keep the situ- situation from escalating and educate the person that I'm talking to or interacting with. Um, I don't like conflict. I try to avoid it at all cl- costs. That's just something about me. I don't know. Some, so, something about me. Um how I'm wired. Um, however, there have been times when when faced with like a person that said a racist comment or just just something that didn't sit right with me. Um, I had not spoken up about it because I was scared and surrounded by mo- by mostly white peers. And um, in those moments, I was scared because um, of how people would perceive me and react to me speaking up um, or my friends speaking up, even if they weren't, even if they weren't um, black. Um, often, oftentimes, the media will, will label a, a, a black woman or a black girl that's being assertive and um standing strong in her beliefs as angry or ghetto or loud or just too 
too much for for their and it hurts their just because their opinion that person's opinions hurt their ego or like subtle subtle um things that made me feel um just like just the diminished my self-worth for myself like telling me my hair was too big when it was an afro because that you couldn't see see in in front of me yes i yes that is a problem but you there's nothing that a person can do about that what do you want her to pull what do you want that person to do pull out a, a flat iron in the middle of class and straighten her hair no she can't do that and in those comments um those those things those subtle backhanded compliments or phrases caused self-loathing in who I was as a person how I represented my culture and heritage and just overall how I felt about being black So how are you going to confront racist behavior? I know personally, now that I'm becoming more educated and I'm learning and seeking information, I am seeing seeing things in a new light. I am seeing things differently. I'm and actions before that I thought were just fine or or weird, I see that they were a little racist or sexist or just overall rude and not right. So yeah, it's just it's just how do we how do we combat these these problems? in a way that the other person will be able to hear. And it's not just you trying to um, fight these problems. It's the other person. Are they perceiving what you're saying? Is this coming in a way? And some people aren't just aren't going to get it because they are too stuck in their own opinion to, to see others. I talked to many people that didn't have the same view views as me and same opinions as me but I did still sit and listen to them understood where they were coming from and and they they were able to sit and talk to me and li- listen to what I had to say and understand where I was coming from it's really just how we communicate with each other how we how we try and understand each other um next question um, what do you want to learn more about? Um, personally, I want to learn more about minority his minorities hi- history and um women's history that isn't a whitewashed version or um just a version that isn't the full truth. There has been many, many um cases in history where where um the wider version of things or the nicer version that made makes what makes the well white man looks look like the savior isn't the full story isn't 
the truth. Um, and if you've seen this circling around, you'll see that the pictures from from the silver rights movement um they're put in black and white they're depicted in our in our history books as in black and white or or not at all you bar- you'll barely see them um but there has come out there's been pictures um of the movement in color and this 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 was um this was planned to make us believe that the civil rights and movement and racism happened a long time ago when it only happened what 50 years ago that's still <laughs> i have i have relatives that lived through that movement so you can't sit here and tell me that that happened a long time ago yes it happened a few decades ago but it wasn't centuries ago there has been there has been hundreds and hundreds of years of systematic racism infused into this this country this society this culture so how are we going to fix it what info could you use to teach people i personally i'm still learning and discovering myself but um Personal experience is a good teacher. Um, personally, I would just talk to people about my personal experiences with racism, whether they were big or whether they were tiny and subtle. Um, um, another question that you could think about is what in what ways have you ignored this behavior in the past? Um, personally, um, I have definitely stayed quiet about things that haven't affected me um, and my community. Um, but it has fe- affected um, my friends, friends who are part of different communities and different races. Um, Just like if someone someone said something racist about another race in front of me, um, there was times when I wasn't educated enough to realize that I needed to stand up for that person, even if they weren't there, even if they weren't just just how I perceived sometimes we think just because the person isn't there. Um, or we feel pressured to conform to a certain way of thinking or just how we handle things. And um, peer pressure for me took a big role in this because I was living for others' approval and then later later finding out this is, this was only hurting me and my relationships with other people. Um, the only approval that I now know I need is my own and God's. And that that was something that took a long time to come to. Just because of how the world makes us perceive ourselves. How our peers can ha- 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 make us perceive ourselves. 
if that makes sense. Okay, next question. Why is it important for everyone to work towards ending injustice? Well, because without... Uh, because if you look back in history, more change has come when people from different races, genders, sexual orientation, and religion have come together for a common good or cause. Um, the Black Lives Matter movement didn't bring a lot of change without the help of, um... Christians, Muslims, Jews, um, white people, black people, Asian people, um, Hispanic slash Latino people, and etc. Like without these people, um, the stone the Stonewall um, riots for gay rights didn't happen just for 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 white gay people there was black gay people asian gay people um gay people in the latino community we as a people need to come together for a com- common good and we see that today with the protests that are happening we brought change and just by going out and protesting and with these riots and stuff and stuff how if we can't do it together then what can you know like evil like this fuels off of someone trying to do it alone but together we're a force that's unstoppable um yeah I guess that's just how I see it. We need everyone's efforts, everyone's, um, everyone pushing towards change. Um, so yeah, next question. How can you use your anti- anti-racist knowledge to change the process and progress the classroom culture? Um, if you If you don't really understand this question, um, personally, what I thought it was asking is, in the classroom with um, different topics and different things that are brought up uh, during like history classes or literature or different things, how can we bring up, bring up and and acknowledge the things that that. Sometimes teachers are scared to talk about. Um, this gives you an opportunity to catch, educate in a positive light and open people's eyes to the raw, unwhitewashed version of history. Yeah. And coming down to the next, the last two questions. Do you owe anyone an, an apology for your past behaviors? Um, yes, absolutely, I do. Um, for the times I didn't speak out on issues and, and injustices that that were against my peers, even if they weren't for against me, they were against my peers who weren't my color and weren't a part of my communities. 
Um, Because, like, how can I expect other people to fight for my rights and against the injustices placed on me if I don't speak up for for their injustices and things that happen against them, you know? And lastly, how do you handle conflict? If I I said this before, but I'll say it again. I try to avoid avoid con- conflict personally cuz I just don't like how it it ends. In all the situations that I've had conflict, um neither of us came out winning. N- nothing really got done and both people were broken in the end. Um so when it does happen, I try to handle it gracefully and calmly. And yeah, that's all the questions that I have. And people are saying that, or have been telling me that I've talked to that don't really have an op- the same opinions as me. Why am I getting involved in political issues? And personally... This isn't a political issue. This is a basic human rights issue. Don't you see the systematic oppression that's been happening for 400 years? Don't you see the injustice? So, I'm not getting political. I just want equality. I don't want to have to worry about... I don't... I don't want to have that fear whenever I walk out my house of being judged just by the color of my skin, just by the curl of my hair. For what? At the end of the day, if I get cut, we all bleed the same color. Red. So this is, isn't a political issue. This is a basic human issue for rights. So you can either get behind it or you can move out the way. So when thinking about this and going through the questions and asking yourself these questions, are you still going to stay silent? Are you still not going to speak up? Are you still not going to do something? And if you are, you've seen, you've seen what what these things have wrought. We've brought justice and change. The world is changing. So yeah, just think about this. And I'll have more for you next week. And I'll have more link I have more links and I'll have more resources for you to educate yourself and for you to talk about it with your family. Um but before I end this podcast, this episode, just ask yourself this. If you're staying silent, why is that? 
we have had all these examples in history where the where someone has said stayed silent or gone against um gone against what was new and what seems strange and unsafe but that side that they were against they ended up winning so if you're you're repeating those actions have you learned nothing from the history books have you learned nothing don't repeat the mis- the mistakes they made what i guess what i'm saying is which side of history are you going to be on And how is that going to affect your life? How is that going to affect your perception of yourself? How is that going to affect your future? And the future of your peers, your family? Which side of history are you going to be on? That's my question for you. So speak up. Say something. And no, it's posting a black black square on your Instagram and not saying anything else isn't enough. And then going back to your regular programming. Read the room. The world's changing. What side of history are you going to be on? And that's all I have for today. Thank you for listening to Tuesdays with Tea. And go back and watch all of my epi- all my well not watch, but you know what I mean. Listen to all my other episodes and series. Um and that's all for today. See you later, love. <laughs>